0: Shalom and welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast where we read through the whole Bible every year. We follow the weekly Torah portions and we daily read also from the prophets, the writings, and the apostolic writings. I'm Johanna, your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 25th of July, and the seventh of Av on the Hebrew calendar. Today in history, the Babylonians laid siege to the first temple, 2 Kings 25.8. Now on the seventh day of the fifth month, which was the 19th year of King Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, a servant of the king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem. This week, our parasha is called Va'etchanan, which means, and I pleaded. And today we're going to start in Deuteronomy, or Dvarim, chapter 4, and we'll read verses 41 through 49. First, however, we're going to take a moment to bless God and thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Then Moshe set apart three cities beyond the Ardennes toward the sunrise that the manslayer might flee there who kills his neighbor unintentionally, and did not hate him in the past, and that fleeing to one of these cities he might live. Bezer in the wilderness in the plain country for the Reubenites, and Ramot in Gilad for the Gadites, and Golan in Bashan for the Manassites. Now this is the Torah which Moshe set before the sons of Israel. These are the testimonies and the statutes and the ordinances which Moshe spoke to the sons of Israel when they came out of Egypt, beyond the Yarden, in the valley opposite Beth peor in the land of Sihon, king of the Amorites, who lived at Cheshbon, whom Moshe and the sons of Israel struck when they came out of Egypt. They took possession of his land and the land of Og, king of Bashan, the two kings of the Amorites who were beyond the Arden, toward the sunrise, from Aroer, which is on the edge of the valley of the Arnon, even to Mount Sion, also called Hermon, and all the Arava beyond the Arden eastward, even to the sea of the Arava under the slopes of Pisgah. That was Deuteronomy or Dvarim four forty one through forty nine. Today's portion from the Prophets is Ezekiel 30. The word of the Lord came again to me, saying, Son of man, prophesy and say, This is what the Lord the Lord says. Wail, alas for the day, for the day is near. Even the day of the Lord is near. It will be a day of clouds, a time of the nations. A sword will come on Egypt, and anguish will be in Ethiopia when the slain fall in Egypt and they take away her multitude, and her foundations are broken down Ethiopia, put Lud, all the mixed people, Kub, and the nation. And the children of the land that is allied with them will fall with them by the sword. This is what the Lord says They also who uphold Egypt will fall. The pride of her power will come down. They will fall by the sword in it from the tower of Sevene, says the Lord, the Lord. They will be desolate in the middle of the countries that are desolate. And her cities will be among the cities that are wasted. They will know that I am the Lord when I have set a fire in Egypt and all her helpers are destroyed. In that day, messengers will go out from before me in ships to make the careless Ethiopians afraid. There will be anguish on them as in the day of Egypt, for behold, it comes. This is what the Lord, the Lord says. I will also make the multitude of Egypt to seize by the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babel. He and his people with him, the terrible of the nations, will be brought in to destroy the land, and they will draw their swords against Egypt and fill the land with the slain. I will make the rivers dry, and will sell the land into the hand of evil men. I will make the land desolate, and all that is therein, by the hand of strangers I the Lord have spoken it. This is what the Lord the Lord says. I will also destroy the idols, and I will cause the images to cease from Memphis. There will be no more a prince from the land of Egypt. I will put a fear in the land of Egypt. I will make Patros desolate, and will set a fire in Zoan, and will execute judgments on No. I will pour my wrath on Sin, the stronghold of Egypt. I will cut off the multitude of No. I will set a fire in Egypt. Sin will be in great anguish, No will be broken up, and Memphis will have adversaries in the daytime. The young men of Avin and of Fivesit will fall by the sword, and they will go into captivity. At Tehapenehis also the day will withdraw itself, when I break the yokes of Egypt there. The pride of her power will seize in her. As for her, a cloud will cover her, and her daughters will go into captivity. Thus I will execute judgment on Egypt." then they will know that I am the Lord. And it came to pass in the eleventh year in the first month, on the seventh day of the month, that the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, I have broken the arm of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Behold, it has not been bound up to apply medicines, to put a bandage to bind it, that it becomes strong to hold the sword." Therefore this is what the Lord the Lord says. Behold, I am against Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and will break his arms, the strong arm, and that which was broken. And I will cause the sword to fall out of his hand. I will scatter the Egyptians among the nations, and will disperse them through the countries." And I will strengthen the arms of the king of Babylon and put my sword in his hand. But I will break the arms of Pharaoh, and he will groan before the king of Babylon with the groaning of a mortally wounded man. I will hold up the arms of the king of Babylon, and the arms of Pharaoh will fall down. Then they will know that I am the Lord when I put my sword into the hand of the king of Babylon." and he stretched it out on the land of Egypt and i will scatter the egyptians among the nations and disperse them through the countries then they will know that i am the lord that was ezekiel or jehezkiel 30 today our portion from the writings is first chronicles 10 The Philistines fought against Israel, and the men of Israel fled from before the Philistines and fell down, slain on Mount Gilboa. The Philistines followed hard after Shaul and after his sons, and the Philistines killed Jonathan, Avinadav, and Malchishua, the sons of Shaul. The battle went hard against Shaul, and the archers overtook him, and he was terrified of the archers. Then Sha'ul said to his armor-bearer, Draw your sword and thrust me through with it, lest these uncircumcised come and abuse me. But his armor-bearer would not, for he was terrified. Therefore Sha'ul took his sword and fell on it. When his armor-bearer saw that Sha'ul was dead, he likewise fell on his sword and died. So Shaul died with his three sons, and all his house died together. When all the men of Israel who were in the valley saw that they fled, and that Shaul and his sons were dead, they abandoned their cities and fled, and the Philistines came and lived in them. On the next day, when the Philistines came to strip the slain, they found Shaul and his sons fallen on Mount Gilboa. They stripped him and took his head and his armor and sent into the land of the Philistines all around to carry the news to their idols and to the people. They put his armor in the house of their gods and fastened his head in the house of Dagon. When all Yavesh heard all that the Philistines had done to Shaul, All the valiant men arose and took away the body of Shaul and the bodies of his sons and brought them to Yavish and buried their bones under the oak in Yavish and fasted seven days. So Shaul died for his trespass, which he committed against the Lord, because of the word of the Lord, which he did not keep, and also because he asked counsel of one who had a familiar spirit to inquire and not inquire of the Lord. Therefore he killed him and turned the kingdom over to David, the son of Ishai. That was First Chronicles, or Divrei Hayamim Aleph, chapter 10. Our portion today from the Apostolic Writings is First Thessalonians, chapter 2. For you yourselves know, brothers, our visit to you was not in vain. But having suffered before and been shamefully treated, as you know, at Philippi, we grew bold in our God to tell you the good news of God in much conflict. For our exhortation is not of error, nor of uncleanness, nor in deception. But even as we have been approved by God to be entrusted, With the good news, so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God, who tests our hearts. For neither were we at any time found using words of flattery, as you know, nor a cloak of covetousness. God is witness, nor seeking glory from men, neither from you nor from others, when we might have claimed authority as emissaries of Messiah." But we were gentle among you, like a nursing mother cherishes her own children. Even so, affectionately longing for you, we were well pleased to impart to you not the good news of God only, but also our own souls, because you had become very dear to us. For you remember, brothers, our labor and travail for working night and day that we might not burden any of you, we preach to you the good news of God. You are witnesses with God how holy, righteously, and blamelessly we behaved ourselves toward you who believe. As you know how we exhorted and comforted and implored every one of you, as a father does his own children, to the end that you should walk worthily of God, who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. For this cause we also thank God without ceasing, that when you received from us the word of the message of God, you accepted it, not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which also works in you who believe for you brothers became imitators of the assemblies of god which are in judea in messiah yeshua for you also suffered the same things from your own countrymen even as they did from the judeans who killed both the lord yeshua and their own prophets and drove us out and do not please god and are contrary to all men for uh, forbidding us to speak to the gentiles that they might be saved to fill up their sins always. But wrath has come on them to the uttermost. But we brothers, being bereaved of you for a short season, in presence, not in heart, tried even harder to see your face with great desire, because we wanted to come to you. Indeed, I, Shaul, once and again. But Satan hindered us. For what is our hope or joy or crown of rejoicing? Is it not even you before our Lord Yeshua at his coming? For you are our glory and our joy. That was 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and it concludes our readings for today. If you're reading through the apostles twice this year, you'll be reading John chapter 1 verses 29 through 51 today also. Well, that is it for this episode. I pray you have a blessed day. I also want to end by reminding you that if you've been praying about coming to Israel for Hanukkah, our Hanukkah trip um, that's happening in December, then go ahead and go to our website, dailybreadmoms.com forward slash Israel trip to see the details. We would like to wrap up registration for the trip July, So go on over there and um, send Karen an email. There's links there so you can get in touch with her. And then we'll know to expect you in December. We're really excited to meet some of you. And it's shaping up to be a really sweet and exciting time. All right, that's it for today. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time. Thank you.